First pandemic. Then recession. Now, Russia invades Ukraine. Anything else, world? Russia's invasion of Ukraine carries huge risks for a world economy that's yet to fully recover from the pandemic shock. The pandemic has left the global economy with two key points of vulnerability high inflation and jittery financial markets. The Russian-Ukraine conflict left the world economy vulnerable, a conflict that accelerates inflation, rattles markets, and portends trouble for everyone from Europe to the Americas to Asia. Aftershocks from the invasion could easily worsen both inflation and the financial markets. Just how big a blow the conflict ends up delivering to the global economy will depend on its length and scope, the severity of Western sanctions, and the possibility that Russia might retaliate. Still, the Fed would probably look beyond the temporary price shock and go ahead with its plans to start raising interest rates in March though not by 50 basis points. This scenario might push headline inflation to 9% in March and keep it close to 6% by year-end. Barring an unexpected turn in the economy, I believe it will be appropriate to move the funds rate up in March and follow with further increases in the coming months, Cleveland Fed President Loretta Mester said Thursday. Krishna Gua, vice chair of Evercore ISI, said the invasion complicates the ability of central banks on both sides of the Atlantic to engineer a soft landing from the pandemic inflation surge. He expected financial markets to scale back their expectations and that central banks would raise interest rates. Gua continues, sanctions will not force a quick resolution and markets should expect a long and volatile standoff. So, how does the Russian-Ukraine conflict affect us, the regular guy? The consumer? I found what I believe sums up the situation the most appropriately, a quote from the Los Angeles Times, first pandemic. Then recession. Now, Russia invades Ukraine. Anything else, world? How the conflict affects everybody. 1. More chilly nights at home. Russia is the world's largest natural gas exporter, which is vital for heating homes. The British and the European people are already paying high prices for energy and fuel. The Russian-Ukraine conflict is expected to drive fuel prices even higher. The conflict has already caused the oil price to jump to its highest level in more than seven years, while future gas prices have increased 60% in just one day. Martin Young, an analyst at the banking group Investec, has warned household fuel bills in the United Kingdom could reach an annual £3,000. Motoring groups said average petrol prices had already hit a record high of nearly 149.5p on Wednesday, with diesel at 152.83p. Russia is the second biggest exporter of crude oil, and the world's largest natural gas exporter. Both crude oil and natural gas are vital to heating homes, filling cars with fuel, and filling ships with the fuel needed to transport goods across the Atlantic. The UK gets only 6% of its crude oil and 5% of its gas from Russia, but other European sources receive nearly half of its gas from the country. If a country reliant on Russian supplies receives less gas or oil, it needs to be replaced, impacting the supplies for other countries. This is the very reason why British energy prices are still affected in a similar way to European ones. There are now fears President Vladimir Putin might weaponize Russia's natural resources. President Putin could do this by reducing supplies of gas to Europe in response to sanctions but what did you expect? Politicians in Germany are calling for a national gas reserve to be created to protect consumers from price shocks. 2. That $4 latte is about to go up. Ukraine has in the past been called the breadbasket of Europe because of the vast supplies of wheat and corn produced. Because of the Russia-Ukraine conflict, the interruption of food and grains could be affected. The cost of everyday food items might rise in places like Turkey and North Africa, which rely on wheat and corn from Russia and Ukraine. Russia and Ukraine export about a quarter of the world's wheat and half of its sunflower products, like seeds and oil. Ukraine also sells a lot of corn globally. 
Analysts have warned that war could impact the production of grains and even double global wheat prices. More than 40% of Ukraine's wheat and corn exports went to the Middle East or Africa last year and disruptions to supply could affect availability in these areas. The UK, by contrast, typically produces more than 90% of the wheat consumed in the country. But farmers might find themselves paying more for fertilizer, which is one of Russia's biggest exports. 3. Your mortgage may rise. Homeowners in the UK would see mortgage repayments rise if the Bank of England's base rate went up. Inflation, which measures how fast the cost of living rises over time, hit 7.5% in January in the US and rose by 5.5% in the UK. According to the Center for Economics and Business Research, inflation in major Western economies could rise as much as 10% if the cost of energy and food is pushed up by dwindling supplies caused by the Russian-Ukraine conflict. Such a figure might encourage the US Federal Reserve or the BOE to increase interest rates. In the UK, for example, about 2.2 million homeowners with mortgages are linked to the BOE. This, in and of itself would cause repayments to rise causing more undue pressure on household budgets which are suffering at the hands of the cost of living. 4. Your pension might fluctuate. Widespread falls in share prices, such as those triggered on Thursday, are likely to be bad news for pension savers. Russian stocks suffered as stocks crashed by as much as 45% in the wake of the Ukraine invasion, banks and oil companies among the worst affected. The Russia-Ukraine conflict didn't just affect Russia and Ukraine, it also led to steep falls on stock markets elsewhere around the world. The UK's FTSE 100 index fell more than 3% and Germany's DAX index was nearly 5% lower. People's lackluster reaction to changes in the stock market is based on their supposed belief they aren't directly affected. They're under the assumption they don't invest money in stocks and shares, but they don't understand their pensions. Their pensions, as well as millions of other pensioners' savings are tied to the stock market. Widespread falls in share prices is bad news for pension savers because the value of their savings is influenced by the performance of investments. Investors or savers may look to protect their money or assets by moving them to traditional safe havens, like gold. Pension savings are usually a long-term bet and people shouldn't panic about short-term movements up or down. 5. You will have to wait another year for a new auto. Russia has manufacturing hubs for several brands, including Toyota, near St. Petersburg and is also home for brands like Stellantis, Volkswagen, and Toyota. Factories in the region could struggle to operate under sanctions, affecting the production and availability of new cars. The auto industry was already in a downward spiral during the pandemic from a chip shortage and supply chain problems which affected the world. Russia is one of the world's largest suppliers of nickel and palladium, both of which are used in lithium-ion batteries and palladium which is used in catalytic converters. Countries such as South Africa and Zimbabwe produce substantial amounts of palladium, but demand has been increasing and prices could rise as a result. If Russia decided to cut off supplies of these metals, supply problems could worsen, with car firms having to find alternative sources. I don't know why the governments of the West think Russia would just roll over instead of retaliating with their own supplies of oil and natural gas as well as their supplies of nickel and palladium. Conclusion People may view the participants of the Russian-Ukraine conflict as being rogue countries that are too far away to affect them, but they're wrong. Unlike the world of the 20th century and the wars of the 20th century, especially World War II, the world is interconnected or a more familiarly a global economy. Some view globalism as a plus but in times of conflicts they tend to adjust their views. Europe will suffer more so than the US only because of our organic isolation from Europe. Europe will suffer from Russia's, most likely retaliation, of oil and natural gas restrictions. People will suffer from food shortages, oil and gas shortages, and the devaluation of their currency. 
people will suffer with secondary goods as well. TL, DR. The Russian-Ukraine conflict came at the wrong time. When combining the conflict with the pandemic recovery all is not well. The conflict will not be over for a long time, just look at how long the Crimea and eastern Ukraine conflicts have been going on.